Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is episode 44. I am so happy that you're here, and thank you for joining my show, Your Coach, Helen Yuskovic. I am on a worldwide mission to help people get confident in putting themselves first because I used to put myself second my whole life. And because of that, I experienced every unhealthy relationship possible, an unhealthy relationship with myself, my health, my wealth, my intimate relationships, my family, my friends and my career. I'm now living in an abundance that I used to just dream about. So I want to pave the way for you too. It's time, guys. It's time that you live in the life of your dreams as well. So let's take a step towards that right now. P.S. Subscribe to my podcast on your app now so that you always tune in to my new episodes. Hey, hey, fam. Welcome to the show. Happy Monday. I hope you had a beautiful weekend. This episode today is a little bit different where I let my gorgeous friend Erica take the reins today as she interviews me on a topic and a beautiful discussion on self-care. I hope you enjoy it. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode. I'm so excited, I've got a really great guest on today. (laughs) She is a self-care expert, a personal trainer, yoga expert, all things holistic and the creative mind behind whole health. Welcome, Helen. Hi, thank And I you. forgot to mention a very good friend of mine. We met many years ago when we were training at the same gym and <laughs> you were at a very different place to where you are now. <laughs> I was doing car sales. Yeah, you're doing yeah. car sales. So let's talk about Helen doing car sales and <laughs> how she got to where she is today. Well, from car sales, there's a big history before that, but let's just start there. I worked down the road from our gym Mm -hmm. our place of training and it was such a toxic environment I remember and I was getting bigger and bigger because all you do in car sales when there's nothing to sell is eat so I remember my drawer was always full of snacks and we'd always get big lunches and big morning teas and I was like you know what we're going to a boot camp and then I was looking for a boot camp and then I found our gym And so I took a whole bunch of the car salesmen with me. And then, yeah, the owners were like, Helen, you should become a personal trainer. And I was like, you know what? I'd be really good at that. And then... So was it because 
it interested you or you just thought, oh, that's a that's something I could try? Or what, what was the tipping point that made you think, okay, I'm going to do this? Because that's a big... <laughs> That's a big <laughs> shift, you know. People yeah. don't just dive into that. I'm curious what, what I was that love health and I love helping people. And I felt that I was only doing car sales for under a year and it was just like this transitional thing from a previous career. But I wasn't helping people with selling aftermarket car products and yeah. I just felt unfulfilled. And then every time I went to the gym, I would always motivate those around me, do you know? And uh, I think that's what the owners saw. They're like, you're motivating like our people. You'd yeah. be a great trainer. And I was an MC and I love hosting and doing group things and, you know, being in charge, helping people live a healthy life, being on stage. You know, that's just my jam. So that's quite, it's good that you knew quite like at that point, I guess, what, your strengths were and what your and what your passion points were I guess that helped you fulfill that purpose you know really help you steer that direction of where you wanted to go yeah Um, and I stopped liking myself in the car dealership yeah well that was sort of what I was going to ask were there telltale signs or red flags that that people listening might um might notice in their own life that you could say from experience it's probably something to look out for if you might be in that position where yeah in your area of fulfillment, whether that be a career, something you're studying, a hobby, whatever the case may be, are there things that people can look out for to, you know? If you feel like every day is Groundhog Day, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're going to your place of work and you... Reset, reset. Yeah. And you just feel like you're doing the same thing and you're not happy about it. You know, if you're not jumping out of bed wanting to go to work, there's a problem. If you are fueling your body with toxic things, there's a problem. If you're not living in your optimum physical health, there's a problem. And you really need to like, you need to tap into what is the issue here? And then you've got to come up with your solution. Yeah. So one of the points you just said that if you're not happy in a job, or if you're not getting out of bed excited to go to work, I think that for a lot of people, they, you know, they have their nine to five, it pays the bills. It's very hard to, I guess, always do what you're passionate about. So for some people, yeah. that's not realistic. So because they have bills to pay, mortgages, exactly, they might kids. be single parents, they might have, yeah, exactly, like overhead. So for those sort of people who, you know, their work might not make them jump out of bed for joy, but it might not exactly be the thing they want to do. How, how do you give them some sort of Helen health expert expertise i would start small so if you are a mum, a single mum, and you have to work two or three jobs i my advice would be to start small and to start a self-care routine at home and to start fueling your body up at home so that you can give back to yourself that way if you're a risk taker a high (laughs) achiever (laughs) And, you know, you're willing to really put yourself out there, then you can just take the plunge and make a big change and a sacrifice. I went from earning a lot of money to my first year as a personal trainer earning $20,000. So I took a big leap of faith. I was also not young. I was 33 when I went back to school. 
to study PT. And that was, you know, an extra year of study. And then I had to navigate my way through the first year of PT. I used to be called Hit This. And hit this Helen. Yeah, because I used to love hit training. H-I-double-T, we don't hit Helen. Yeah, no, no, don't hit me. And then I started bringing back, um, I used to be a beauty therapist, so I started bringing back massage because I found people had sore bodies. And then I went and did some extra courses to learn uh, different things with physios and chiros, like your partner, we've studied with the same teacher, on how to really help people and then... I got my yoga teaching certificate and then that's when I was like, you know what, this is what I do the best. I do a holistic self-care program the best and that's how I like to help people. I digressed off the question, but (laughs) if you feel like you're stuck, you've got to make a move and you've got to really change your state as best as you can to your ability depending on your situation, you know. Um, but if you feel like you're very stuck and you've got lots of responsibilities like little humans, start small, start with a self-care routine, which I have available. I've actually got one here for you. We'll, um, we'll actually make that available. So we'll link that down. It's 22 self-care ideas. So I'll pop a link um, of that in the bio for everyone to access. Thank you, Helen. You're so welcome. Um, before we go through this, though, I just wanted to ask you, so... This fits in really nicely with our whole concept. So the balance theory being everyone's balance is different and unique to what Mm. they're going through in life. And there's no single blueprint that I guess will tick the box for a a certain group of people. So if you're someone who I guess is feeling a little bit stuck and when we're looking at that area of fulfillment, whether it be your studies, your career, whatever it is you're doing in your life, you need to really assess what time you have to dedicate to make those changes. Yeah. So I guess that would be the first step, you know, like assess, <laughs> time management, assess <laughs> yes. what can you actually do with your situation? Some people can take like yourself can take that leap of faith and that's awesome. And it takes a lot of guts to do that and I guess you don't regret that for a second no but um <laughs> and the second thing I wanted to I guess touch on there is yeah. anyone looking at your business now I mean it's flourishing people are just drawn to you they would look at you and just think wow she's so successful by the <laughs> by the standard day definition of success and I certainly think you are also but it definitely never starts that way and people forget you know where you have to start and, and the hurdles you have to jump through to get there. So guys, if you are in a position where you feel like now's the time to make a change or you want to make even a small change, doesn't matter what degree it is, you have to remember that these things don't happen overnight. They take a lot of perseverance. I mean, you can speak to it nights. as well. Sleepless nights, um, endless harassing people for questions and haters non-believers the haters get them out (laughs) if you don't have haters you're not doing something right yeah but truthfully like it's it's really easy to look at someone who's quote made it and think well it was easy for them yeah like they just woke up and did it like you really don't see all the efforts that are going behind so i'm really glad for you you took that leap of faith because when i met you personally you were this bubble <laughs> and i think you had actually just started studying you were still doing the car sales but yep. you were and i just thought why the hell is she even working in sales like working with people and motivating them is what you do best and then i got you were my trainer for a, for a couple of good years and then yeah. you know i did my pt course too you inspired me to do it as well i just thought wow so good. this is so good you can work with people and my pt actually inspired me as well <laughs> 
Uh, I remember when I first hired him, I was a cleaner back then. And I was what like, how you done? <laughs> <laughs> I had a big story. Bring me back. We're we'll, we'll in the last talk. five, six years as well. We can do a career episode another day. <laughs> but when I hired my PT, I was like, look at this guy's job. You know, all he gets to do is like make people move. And then that was like four years before I became a PT. Wow. Yeah. And as you were saying you before. It's not easy. I was working full time, studying part time, and I had a night job as an MC DJ, you know, trying to make ends meet because I couldn't give up my job because I needed my income because I had bills to pay. Yeah. And then I couldn't just jump into full time study because yeah, where's the money going to come yeah, from? Yeah. 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 And I think, um, like in my own experience, it's something I've seen quite a lot. Like I was the same while I was studying law full-time I had a full-time yes. job and I was doing my PT course and trying you to inspire do me so much Erica. no no like yeah, no, we've no. all done it she's humble no it's just <laughs> that I think I think people think they can't do it and the thing is like it's hard you but you can all you, you have can. to do you've just got to want it and you can juggle and, and you know throw in as many things into the mix as you want so can I add something out of way I very early on in my career I think I was in my early 20s met someone who mentored me and he made me create a time management plan Mm -hmm. that's where I opened up my laptop excel spreadsheet and then I did uh, from 6 a.m all the way until 9 p.m or 9 30 p.m when I went to bed And then I boxed out every single thing I did in my time. And then that was necessary. And then I figured out what spare time I have. Mm -hmm. If you don't know how much time you've got, I really recommend that you spend a few hours doing that so that you can actually slot in the things that you're wanting to do or that you're missing. I even slotted in time for my boyfriend back then. You know, and he started laughing. (laughs) My mentor, he's like, oh, does he fit into your plan? And I'm like, yep, on that day at that time. But I did that, honestly, for at least half a year. And were you someone who was... I had really poor time management. Bad. I was just like, I don't have time for this. I can't do this. I just... Woe is me. Yeah. And then I met that person that was like, create a plan. Yeah. No, that's actually brilliant. And the very... In our very first episode... We literally started with, are you someone who feels like they don't have enough time? And I think that is such a common qualm we all share. Like, I don't have time for that. I don't have enough time. And doing something like a time management plan, like if it, even if it's not physically on a paper where you jot down every hour, even if it's just mentally in your mind, I think you actually realize you have so much more spare time than what so you much. do. And if you're someone who's guilty of you know, maybe you watch a little bit too much Netflix or you just dawdle on social media, which, you know, are all necessary chill out break zones. But (laughs) if you have something you want to do, like read a book or if you want to start a course or whatever the case may be, when you actually compartmentalize your days, you just realize you actually have time. And this is when the whole, you know, you assessing your own balance comes into play. You have to work out what actually works for you. What time do you actually have to spare? Some people won't have that much. And some people will realize, oh my God, like I've got way more than what I thought. Like, what am I doing with all that time? 
are you you know online shopping or exactly. just <laughs> whatever it is on are social? you maybe wasting too much time doing something can you negotiate you know can you take half an hour off yeah. tv and yeah. put that half an hour into doing an online course for half exactly an hour? don't ruminate if there's something you want to be doing so I think that sums up the category of fulfillment nicely in your experience and wisdom. And um, nothing else feels nicer than feeling fulfilled. So yeah. it's something that you should really aim for because you just live every day in such a grateful, lucky, blessed state. And who doesn't want that? No, definitely. And I mean, I guess you could relate if, you know, when you've done volunteer work mm-hmm. or something like that, that feeling you get after, mm-hmm. or you've just done something for the lady down the road, your neighbor, your yep. mom, your niece, your nephew, and that feeling you get, and it's just totally euphoric sense of peace. And, you know, to be able to feel that day in day out would be awesome. So mm. I'm really glad for you that you found that what it works for you. And I hope for everyone listening that, you know, whether, whether you can get to a point where it's a career that you dive into that gives you yeah. that, or if it's a hobby or just something you can, Make part of your, your routine, make part of your balance. And I think that will help you feel that satisfaction, that fulfillment. Yeah. And if totally. you do run into hurdles, I um, lost all of my money twice in my life. So you can always bounce back up. You know, yeah. it's never, it can get very bad, but once it's very bad and rock bottom, the only way out is up so and i think this is actually a really nice segue so money it comes and goes you lose it you're going to earn it. it it definitely comes and goes but the one thing that stays and that you can constantly build on is your resilience your yeah. self-care and that is your absolute area of expertise so we've got both physical and mental yeah so let's start with the physical physical self-care what does that mean to oh, you this. so i define self-care as a conscious act or like a deliberate act that is for the purpose of improving your physical, mental or emotional health. Okay. So with physical, you know, it's anything that you do for the purpose of creating optimum health. So whether that is something like exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just even if you have five minutes a day, you know, five minutes is plenty for a little hit workout. If you've got an hour, plenty of time for a walk or a jog. As long as it's movement. Something. Some form of movement. Move anything. And going to the fridge does not count. <laughs> <laughs> and drinking beer for bicep your bicep curls. curls. Um, so with physical self-care, there is the that aspect of detoxifying and purifying your body so that you can release you know your dopamine and oxytocin and make yourself feel happier so really good for people that have low moods anxiety depression or mental health issues but there's also the nourishment side of self-care which is things like giving back to yourself massages if you can't get to any massage places now because of quarantine we can do self massages we can use uh foam rollers we can use trigger balls yes, but we've got a anything um you're lucky because your partner's a chiro i uh, don't milk it as much as i should <laughs> you're really listening should. now like probably rolling his eyes but i actually don't and i'm gonna come and see you <laughs> um but making sure that all the lumps and bumps that we get you know all the blockages in our chi in our energy force in our lifeline inside our body is running smoothly we want our lymphatic system and our blood to be running at an optimum level so physical self-care really helps with that 
So just before you go on to the next point, just so we get a proper visual here. So if we got like a little knot or, you know, that niggling pain, you don't mm-hmm. deal with it. What physically does that do to the flow of your day-to-day internals? Like, let's get a visual here. So it can do, it can manifest in many different ways. If you have a blockage, adhesion, not scar tissue, I like to call them aliens. Um, but if you have that, you know, when you massage your neck and you feel that lump in your trap, yeah. or, you know, sometimes you have wherever those little lumps and bumps, yeah. I call them aliens. When that is inside your body, there is a blockage. And so that is blocking the way of a natural fluid flow for your blood and your lymphatic system. And we need these two to run at optimum level so that we can have optimum health. If you discourage that blood flow or your lymphatic system doesn't pump as well as it should, eventually over long term, something will manifest in the form of aches, pains or dis-ease in the body. Because they're all just signals to you from your body that something's not just right. Just listen. Yeah. And there's so, so many... Don't ignore the body symbols. Not at all. Every ache and pain is in your body as communication. And sometimes what people do is they forget that. When I'm massaging people at home... Did we say I'm a massage therapist? Well, if we didn't, okay. then when I'm, you know now. I don't do it for fun. When I'm <laughs> massaging people at home, uh, sometimes I will touch a spot where they'll be like, I didn't even realize that was sore. Yes, so, I can actually say I've had that experience with you before. That's what happens yeah. when people are pushing down the communication of what the physical self is trying to say to you. So if you haven't had a massage lately, I highly recommend you have one. <laughs> Make sure everything runs smoothly. If there is pain anywhere or restrictions in joint movement, there is an issue with your physical self. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, even like massage, same as foam rolling, just that feeling you get, I, I can visualize it when you get up you feel like the blood just runs through your body it's crazy and that flush is sending so many fresh new oxygenated blood Mm. cells to that area to heal it it's amazing awesome so physical care in that regard and mental going on yep so now we're going to mental mental self-care big big topic yeah we don't really have all day (laughs) to cover it but from a surface level point of view it's really critical now because people have been at home with COVID-19 and so some people are going crazy at home and with their thoughts too much I have had clients say they've had to you know go and see their therapist their anxiety is getting high their depression is getting high their mood is low and I am just I'm so proud of my meditation practice. It is the simplest thing that you can do straight away for your mental self-care. Meditating at home doesn't cost anything. Totally free. It's You can do it for as long as you like, five minutes to... I've even done one and a half hours when I had that much spare time. Optimum time is twice a day for 20 minutes, but anything for three to five minutes a day plus is good. The reason... We want to care for our mental state is because if we're not showing up in our daily life at 100, you can't take care of others because you're not taking care of yourself. So you've got to think of your cup, you know, your vitality cup. How full is it? How much time are you taking to take care of yourself? Is it at half? Does that mean if you're a mum, you're only going to show up at 50% for your child? Does that mean that you're going to only show up uh, 50% uh, 
level of patience with your child does that mean you're only going to give your husband or your partner or your loved one 50 percent of you because you you can't give them everything because you're not full yeah do you know so you have to make sure that your cup is constantly full and not think of it as a selfish act and that's where people go wrong especially um what i (laughs) like to say the mum guilt is real some people feel guilty to take time away for themselves to refuel because they think that they're putting themselves first is a bad thing. Yeah, no, I actually love that point because self-care is something that I think a lot of people, it's not a natural instinct yeah. for that exact reason, especially if you have dependents or other responsibilities and you feel as though that is taking priority with respect to those other things. But it's so true. It's like a car. If you don't put petrol in it, it's not going to go very far. It's yeah. exactly the same with yourself. And you physically cannot be that awesome friend, the great colleague, the great PT that motivates everyone if you yourself are not at that 100% mark. If yeah. you're not investing that time in yourself, you can't invest it into others. It's really that simple. I have clients and they're like, Helen, but how do you take care of yourself? And I'm like, oh, don't you worry. (laughs) I put myself first now all the time. And that, guys, only comes because I used to always put myself second, third, fourth, fifth or sixth. So once you do that for so long, there comes a point in your life where you're feeling, here are some symptoms, exhausted, mentally drained, underappreciated, demotivated, if you're feeling any of those things, you've got to actually look at the balance in your life because it might be out of whack. And that's usually out of whack because your self-care routine is either not functioning or it's non-existent or you've ignored it or put it to the side. So what we'll link to today is my 22 self-care ideas that you can use. Take it, print it out. I've also got a list behind it on my Uh, website where you can actually write your own self-care list there's 10 lines there but you can put your own things that will fill you up I have so many on there that will help your physical mental and emotional self-care so that you can actually start implementing it today especially if you feel stuck especially if you feel like my head's not at a hundred percent you know if you're not at your optimum level Something is telling you that you just need to do oh. something. Yeah. I think um, I just wanted to add and, and let me know if you agree or not. I think another big tell sign and I've, I've seen it in my own personal life and I've seen a lot of people around me when you're constantly looking for validation from other people. I think that's another big sign as well because you are waiting for something external, something beyond you to tell you that you're okay, that you're doing great, that you're on the right track. But really you are your best you know yourself the best yeah so if you're taking the time to invest in yourself to to really wind down connect with yourself your body your mind listening to your aches and pains exercising getting those endorphins flowing you shouldn't be relying on other people and i'm not saying other people's opinions are totally irrelevant i'm saying is that initial point of contact for to check in with yourself it should be yourself yeah right health is the best investment you'll ever make it's just sort of like you know when people are wanting a relationship Mm. and they're wanting that validation from someone else to make them happy or they're expecting it from their partner yeah if you can't make yourself happy it's pretty impossible to make someone else happy you have to fill yourself up and 
the good thing is everything that you do for self-care feels amazing so we'll read some of these out because they're they're things you probably don't even think count as self-care and it's just i'll read you some of my so simple Call your best friend. How good's that one? Yeah, You're so doing this something one. for yourself and you're actually giving to someone else at the same time. So that's like a life blend. This is emotional there. and mental self-care. So especially if you're needing healing um, or if you have any sort of mental health issues, call in the bestie. That's a good one. If you don't have a bestie, there's another anyone one. Anyone around you. Visit your neighbor. Um, we've got visit your neighbor. Not everyone knows their neighbors these days. <laughs> so it could be... Point of contact for anyone that's important in your life. Yeah. Uh, take a bath. That is, especially now that it's getting absolutely freezing, yeah. this is my number one. And it's got a, <laughs> with your favorite essential oil. Love that one. Going for a walk. I'm sure we can all relate. We've all been going on crazy amounts of walks. Yeah. Every, most people have increased their fitness levels. But with the bath, if you don't have one, you can actually um, grab your favorite essential oil and drop three drops on the corner of your shower and then you can infuse it that way so oh, good tip yeah Love you it. know if a house doesn't have a bath i, I wouldn't buy it oh I'm, yeah it's my it's actually a deal breaker for me i was having this conversation <laughs> with someone i actually think that would be one for me as well. <laughs> yeah they're like you wouldn't buy a house if you liked everything about it if it didn't have a bath and i was like no. surely if you could put a bath in there that'd be okay yeah that would be okay yeah yeah no i i'm actually with you there i i need that time so that is one of my biggest self care um items that i do nearly every single day because my job is so physical yeah um i choose which essential oil i need and i just soak or it might just be salts that i need if my body's really yeah, sore that I day i do um an epsom salt and what i actually used to do i used to because now that well at, at the moment right now we're fully working from home i used to bring my laptop and everything in there with me and i'd work away because i've got one of those cute like me and too then, yeah you can put your laptop up yeah. and then i just thought no like this is whatever it is 15 20 minutes for me to just switch off and now that's what i just take for myself if i'm in there there's no laptop there's no communication you can't talk to me my watch is off offline out of office hold on wait i missed that <laughs> did you say you had it in the bath like as in on the little yeah bed, on that little so you could thing. work or i could oh continue gosh. working which totally defeats the purpose yeah. of self-care so before you mentioned you've got a really good meditation practice yes and meditation is something for me personally that i've never seemed to master every time i try <laughs> there's so many different forms of meditation yeah. right there's guided there's silent there's mantra music. there's so many different types and i just find yeah. I've, I've never really found the type that works for me personally but in saying that when i'm having a bath or when i'm like stretching and like real deep into a stretch i feel as though i'm just elated open eye meditation and just yeah so my question is can people meditate through doing practices that just sort of help them switch off yes. whether it be reading because you know i think a lot of people get turned off by the idea of i have to meditate as in sit cross-legged humming and ahhing and with my eyes closed like and levitate um, to the sky. yeah levitate but really that's well, I've kind of just worked it out on my own, but I'm asking you if you agree. Yeah. Like, as you're, what you're referring to is something we call a meditative state. Okay. So yes. um, that's what it feels like. A meditative state is brilliant. It's a brilliant way in to start learning meditation. To be honest, I get in my best meditative state when I'm washing dishes. I just you would not want your future partner to hear that. <laughs> 
I'm single. Um, I love that time when I'm washing dishes. It's my meditative state. But yeah, every time I'm doing a yoga class, that is meditation. I always begin with the grounding of meditation. And all we do is sit there and breathe. Meditation is not uh, rocket science. It literally is sitting down and breathing and just making sure that you're aware when you breathe in and when you breathe out. That's all it is. So you don't have to complicate it. I think what people get scared with (laughs) is that they have to sit there with their thoughts for such a long time. Yeah, and I when think you that's right. when you do have those thoughts, all you have to know is that that is normal. You know, us women, we have sixty to eighty thousand thoughts a day, and men have like twenty thousand less than us. So you are bound to get a thought the minute that there's silence. All you have to do is learn to accept a thought as it comes let it go and just go back to concentrating on an inhale exhale breath so if you need to do an activity like stretching to do that so that you can get those thoughts out then just do your meditative state practice once you master that and you can master actually sitting still (laughs) then your life will start to transform even more yeah no i love that and i remember reading you know you your thoughts are like a busy road and you are an onlooker of that road you're not your thoughts they come to you you have no control over them but you're just an observer observer of them just like feelings yeah yeah, and when i when i sort of started thinking of it in that way every time i did attempt to do meditation it did become that little bit easier and i just accepted what was coming into my mind and just sort of let it out let the next one in let it out and then you just bring your mind back to um, breathing but the only time i've been able to fully switch off was when I, is when i've done ice baths you get in because there's only <laughs> one thing you can think you're about so amazing for doing that <laughs> you know what i hate the cold like absolutely hate it but i've done the ice baths twice one was like a get in for muscle uh, it was actually a wim hof um yep uh, course so that, yeah. it was full you know about the breathing and all of that which was great and then the second time i did it this um this rehab center they were taking it as a point of view of um, mental health so what they said was the ice bath is like stress it's going to hit you in life and you cannot control if you sit in that bath and you think about how cold it is your life is only going to get worse for that period of time <laughs> totally. and they didn't tell you how long you're going to sit in there for oh, so gosh, it was literally yeah. like this is stress what's your coping mechanism and seriously to just breathe and relax and just let go the cold you just it just became irrelevant and it was such an awesome experience doing it twice but that second time with that purview yeah it was just like wow this is really powerful like to you're standing in the fire what are you gonna do can you can make it worse for yourself and realistically most of the time that's what we do we very hard to stay calm yeah but but that's a physical i think really good physical representation of stress so if i mean i would highly recommend to just give it a go it's really good visual i did a cryotherapy session which got to minus 120 degrees and Ooh. then when i got out cold thinking about that i froze i literally froze but when i got out of that yeah i did feel like everything was stabbing me yeah and that's just your blood coming back yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah no but it's an it's interesting um experience but look, I think what we'll do, we're definitely going to put up these self-care IDs because I absolutely love them. They're just simple and 
You know what the good thing is, Erica? Once you start doing this, you actually start to uh, discover what you love, what really fills you up, what lights you up, what fuels and refills your cup because that's the most important thing. And then with the other list, you'll start to write down your own. But, you know, sometimes people just don't know where to start. And that's where I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this available for free for everyone so that everyone can start implementing this and getting the balance right. Yeah. In no, their I life. love this. And I'm, I'm really grateful that you shared this with everyone today. That's really, really useful. You're so welcome. Yeah, just simple things that you guys can implement in your life. And you might already be doing these. But when you oh, declutter your workspace, that is a bit... I cannot start working until everything's like clean. I'm, I think I'm a bit OCD because it's like <laughs> vacuuming and everything too. <laughs> My place isn't She was giving me crap about the dishes. No. (laughs) Hey, I didn't say I meditate when I vacuum, all right? I just like vacuuming before I work. It's your workout. (laughs) Yeah. But um, no, it's great because a lot of you will already be doing things like this. And actually, given this whole quarantine period that we've all just experienced, Mm. I think a lot of people will have naturally you know, started doing some of these baking, going for walks, doing their garden and, and reconnecting with simple hobbies. Things, that yeah. Even I did a painting session with um, a girlfriend so of mine. Good. Like, you know, just random things. that. And if you haven't, and if you've gone backwards, then don't stress. Just no, that's totally fine. Like that. Be aware. I think that whole period, there was a lot of pressure on people to find your, yep. find your side hustle, read yeah. 10 books, do this, do that. It's not about that guys. It's about reconnecting with yourself. So if yep. yourself needed to just sit low, lay low, chill out, you know, if you just come out of this, what have you, you learned now? Yeah. Really? Just that. come out you and, and connect with yourself. I think that's the best thing you can do here, but I'm going to make this available for everyone and I'll also pop a link to your website so people can um, see okay. any other resources. And um, you do weekly blogs, is it weekly? We do blogs, podcasts, yeah. So we'll we'll make all that available so you guys can get more of the amazing Helen. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much You're for so your welcome. time today. And this definitely won't be the last time we have you on. No, my little baby sister from a <laughs> different mister. everyone mister. has uh, enjoyed today's session and yeah thanks for having me no problem at all till next time bye guys thanks for listening to this episode guys i hope you liked it and if you did please leave me a review on apple podcasts because it really helps me push this show along and if you did send me a screenshot so that i can send you a gift And if you want to leave a comment with anything that you took away from today, head to my Instagram and just let me know. I love hearing what you take away from my episodes. Thank you times infinity for spending time with me. It really means a lot. Putting yourself first will really help escalate your goals, your dreams, and I love being on the journey with you. So make sure you come and tell me on my Instagram at whole health, which is H-O-L underscore health and comment below this podcast photo to share your thoughts on my show today and if you enjoyed it please leave me a five-star review on itunes or spotify so that i can keep bringing amazing value to you i'm sending you truckloads of love power and joy bye for now hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.